Hi, I'm Bradley. I'm David. And I'm Matt. And we're here to talk about St. Louis culture, um, overarching, and that's the name of the podcast, um, and just three friends here in the St. Louis area, and just, this is kind of an introduction to the first episode that we recorded, um, basically recording three episodes up front, um, releasing them um, as a unit, um, so people can get kind of an idea of what we're going for over here. Um, Bradley and I are roommates. Yep. Um, Matt and I work together. And I met Matt uh, moments before recording this first episode you're about to listen to. Um, that's how most St. Louisans meet each other. Hey, I know this guy. Okay, cool. Let's We're make friends a podcast. Now. Let's make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and drink beer. Yeah, and yeah. drink beer. Uh, um, so we just kind of wanted to introduce the, the first episode. Just the, the structure of it is, is just mostly freeform. Um, and yeah. it's covering multiple topics about St. Louis arts, uh, sports, culture, um, and just history, um, and uh, basically everything that ties this uh, city that we call home together, um, and what it's meant to us now and in the long run. And, and it's mostly talking about the future um, and how we're going to get where we want to go. And so this first episode is kind of just uh, really organic and kind of a mishmash of just like trying to get together and seeing what our banter is like. Um, we do, going into it, have a quick correction to make. Um, yeah, I, uh, I called myself a half century. I'm not 50. I, uh, it should be quarter century. Yeah, so, so there will be a point in there that says that. And yeah, Matt is not 50. None of us are 50. Yeah, and, and so if, if, the, if you, what you listen to seems you know disjointed and confusing... Um, and you don't like that, please give us another chance. If you do like it, then yeah, great. You know, thanks for the chance. Yeah. Uh, so without further ado, it's overarching. Let's go around the horn and introduce ourselves. Bradley used a baseball metaphor. Around the horn. Bradley, you by. Yeah. Bradley doesn't use baseball metaphors. This is a first. I do. That's how we just introduce Bradley. I do. I, I use baseball metaphors that are in just the popular, like the common vernacular of the, the world because it's, you know, not because I'm inundated with baseball, you know, things. I'm also, even though I'm not, I don't follow sports closely, I'm aware of how they function. So, it's, cool. so it's, so I, I, you, you came out like you're surprised. Yeah, guns a blazing, I, man. Come out guns a blazing. Is that a, is that a sports metaphor? Uh, eh, it can be. It is when suns are out. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm there. Uh, uh. All right, so. I don't have a I'm bicep. Bradley. I'm the man without biceps, David. I also have very tiny biceps. I'm Matt. Matt and David have tiny biceps. And Bradley does it. But, no, I... Bradley has tiny biceps. Uh, we all, we're the tiny right. bicep crew. The, the, <laughs> does that mean... TBC. Does that mean we should call ourselves the triceps? No. Because there no. are three of us? No, David, no. I don't... I honestly... I actually have huge triceps. I honestly think that we should not... Because of your uh, percussion. That's I honestly true. think we should not uh, identify ourselves by our 
lack body of part? muscles. Or body parts, yes. <laughs> or body parts whatsoever. Let's just keep that out of it. I mean, that's how we call ourselves male. Well, it's good yeah. Body parts. You, of course, there's a whole other discussion to get in there too, which. But let's not do that. Which I wasn't planning on. It wasn't really interested in. Oh, cool, me. Cool. Topic number one. I don't know. What's topic <laughs> number one? Uh, Let me go grab the script. So, so David, I I assumed that you had a plan. I did. Oh, cool. Well, David, take it away. I forgot what it was. Oh, perfect. I'm kidding. Oh. So Matt. So here's the deal. My name's David. This is David. Hello, the one with the tiny biceps. No, we're not doing That's the joke, because we all have tiny biceps. So uh, that, so, that's right. Lay out some confusion early yeah, on. Yeah. No one knows <laughs> who's talking. Um, so, I work at a marketing firm. It's cool. And Matthew fell into my life a month ago. Matthew is from North Carolina. And we're essentially just going to, like, hang out and talk with him about what brought him to St. Louis, first of all. And then, secondly, why why St. Louis? Second of all, because what brings you to St. Louis might not necessarily be why, like, you fell in love with it. Ooh, ooh I'm going to, I'm going to, so, David, with a question like worded it. like that, why? are you implying that Matt didn't come to St. Louis for an obvious reason? And if I was to throw out a random guess, which I've not met Matt until minutes before we started rolling on this tape, uh, I would say, oh, well, if he's from out of town and he's in St. Louis and he has a job, he got a job that said, we want you to work in St. Louis. He said, sure, you're giving me money, so I'm going to move there. Because that's how life works, right? Is, yes. Is Matt, that, so take Matt, it away. Is yeah, that what happened? So, um, you know, let's start that off, Bradley. Uh, <laughs> What are obvious reasons people would ooh, move good to question. a city? Ooh, ooh, I, so, so one, as I just delineated, is for work opportunity. You're offered a position in a city somewhere that you don't live, and you decide it'd be easier to live there than to not live there while you're doing that job. Uh, that is one obvious reason. Another obvious reason, especially uh, younger folks, is for school. Uh, so you say, oh, I'm going to go to school in this specific That's city. two points for Brad so far. All right. Oh, who's keeping the score? Um... And or you're uh, hopelessly in love with a person and they live somewhere else and you decide to go to where they are because you can't bear a moment apart. Uh, that is another obvious reason. Uh, I think three is a good number. Three, we can stick with that. There we go. Those are the those are the three most kind of survey says. We're not going to do that. Uh, Family views them. Oh, my God. It, oh, my God. That's I was at the laundromat sense. the other day. Tangent, we'll come back to it, or we won't. Go ahead. So, so you laid out three very good uh, reasons why people might move to a different location. Um, started off, yes, I am fairly young. I um, think I'm, uh, what am I, half a century now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so all the, all the three of there. us have all passed that milestone. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, moved from a uh, good old North Kakalaki. I uh, grew up there my whole life, and I uh, did not think that it would be very, I guess, possible. Whenever I was young, I was a Cardinals fan. Born and raised a St. Louis Cardinals bum, bum, bum. fan. Yeah, that, that's what happened in my head. Thank you for, I, I looked at David and then... Yeah, uh, so to... Basically, give you your answer. Yeah, number three, I was madlessly in love. Madlessly. Madlessly. I like it. I'm saying it because it's a good word. In love with um, something, St. Louis Cardinals organization. Woo-hoo. And I couldn't stand to be a part. 
So this I moved is why here. We're friends. And my my um, heart is just exploding, and I don't even <laughs> like like the. I, like, I, that much. I, I'm a de facto Cardinals fan because I was you know raised here, and you live in St. Louis or in around St. Louis, and you're a Cardinals fan, and this is and I didn't think I would get emotional about this. This so, is a beautiful story. Yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thing. It's a very um, good thing. I'm pretty sure the starting lineup for the 2003 St. Louis Cardinals goes something along the lines of um, J.D. Drew, Edgar Renteria, Albert Pujols, Tino Martinez. Um, Scott Rowland didn't come into – no, Scott, Lo- Scott Rowland was, was there. there. Scott Rowland was there. We got um, behind the plate, Matheny. There you go. Uh, you got in the outfield, Edmonds. Reggie Sanders was there. Uh huh. And I already know. said JD Drew. Well, who's, um, who's the pitcher from the two? Oh well, you got to get Matt Morris Matty on Moe. the mound. I think I'm missing one outfielder though, uh, from starting nine. But I think you get the concept. It's no, not. Yeah, just, it wasn't just a fad. Might have been, but it's not just a fad. Well, um, Ray was gone by that point. Who? Ray. Yeah, Ray, Ray Langford was, was gone. Way gone. By yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Brian Jordan. Yep. Your backup was going to be um, Ener Diaz? No. Um, Myth- Colby Rasmus. <laughs> <laughs> um, because hey, Molina wasn't there yet. <laughs> yeah, he was next year. Yeah. Ooh, he came Placido Planco. Placido played third, bro. But was he still there? Yeah, he was there for a while. Craig Paquette. What about Encarnacion? Juan Encarnacion, was he, he come done in 2003? He he was not there in 2003. I didn't think so. Yeah, it was around that time though. I thought he came in. Yeah. So I pulled Anyways, an arbitrary um, number, uh, <laughs> arbitrary year out of my head. Tangent. Just to let you know, <laughs> that's that's who I am. Like uh, I, I can sit at work and and uh, typey typey call call all day long, and um, then randomly something will pop in my head that reminds me of a time when I was younger and. Um, when things had less easier. worries, and I could just easier. stare at baseball. Um, fourth grade, I got my first Cardinals shirt, Mark McGuire uh, uh, t-shirt jersey. Um, Jerseys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, just grew up evolving into a person that had more and more a- um, aspirations to move to um, St. Louis to and watch the Cardinals. Pardon my French. Uh, I just uh, I, I was that's, passionate. That's a f- Um, And then to to build on top of that, yeah, so uh, North Carolina, moved to St. Louis for that, and uh, I've been in a long-term relationship uh, with with someone who actually is going to grad school out here, so I guess it's twofold, um, madly in love, madlessly in love. That's bad. He's in in love with a girl named St. Louis Cardinal Sarah. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I call her at night. <laughs> <laughs> like you crawl up next to Sarah and you're uh, like, Saint Louis Oh, St. Louis Cardinal. I'm Sarah. 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 I mean, that's what Sarah. I meant. You're yes. Sarah. You're not a, a team of baseball players. <laughs> of men. Rugged, rugged, ruggedly built. Randall Gritchick. Biceps and made of brawn. Yeah. Yes. So that's one of the reasons nice. we kind of hit it off. Yeah. Yeah. At work, because Matt, Matt, and I. Well, Matt still works for the Cardinals. Technically. I do. Yes. Ah. Yeah. 
Were you um, were you tour guiding or were you doing some other role? No, I wish I was doing tour guiding because that sounds awesome. It was. Um, <laughs> but I am in the ticketing and marketing department doing market research surveying. So I just basically walk around for two hours before the game, walk up to you. Excuse me, sir, you got two minutes of your time. Just do a quick survey and uh, give some information back to the marketing department so we can better give our fans a uh, experience next year. Nice. Yeah. What about this year? Well, it's over! <laughs> oh, sad, sad, If you're listening sad. to this, it is now September 28th, <laughs> and the Cubs won last night. So that means we literally have to win yeah. every single game even to have a shot. And but that... The Rockies... Yep, have I'm to lose. Pretty sure they have to lose every also, single game. every single game. Also some help from the Brewers. Whatever. I'm pretty much over this season. Yeah. And also, now I can't be in love with the Blues because Robbie Fabry just re-injured his... Okay, we're not going into this tangent. Yeah. doesn't need to happen. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I just get so obsessed with how I invested you are. But the one thing, one question, yeah. one thing you noticed about St. Louis when you got here was also how madly in love we were with our Blues. Correct? That is correct. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's something you were unaware of prior Unaware, to yeah. So in North Carolina, we have a hockey team. They're called the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, who? And um, <laughs> kind of how everyone's reaction is in North Carolina. 2006 was a long time 2006 ago. 2006 was a long time ago, <laughs> yes. And um, that was also the first year I got to see a St. Louis Cardinals World Series. Sorry, flashback. Yay! Um, good old Wayno, um, Uncle Charlie. But we wanted to, um, you know, yeah, I, I wanted to, you know, express you know, my applaud to the St. Louis people of that because once blue season, hockey season turns, exactly, I'm speaking as a St. Louis and now it's blue season, you yeah, know, yeah. like it's, it's, officially it's, it's crazy. Um, and it, I found it funny because, you know, it's a city of red whenever it comes to, to baseball. Just and then general. they flip, mm-hmm. you know, people of St. Louis flip colors yeah. to the Cubs you know when it's colors, summer by, uh, you know, by the blue. fact that it's red, and you know when it's winter and depressing by the time that it's blue. Yeah. Sure, yeah. The, the worst part about the whole thing, though, is that just when winter is ending in March, that's just when the blues are just like, oh, we're going to probably be good, kind of, maybe? And then it gets all like depressing. And sorry, so you're, like, you're like winter's over, but things are still depressing because we don't we're being teased. So a uh, year and a half ago, when you guys made the playoffs, um, yeah, and the playoffs every um, year, and, yeah. Well, well every you, te- half the teams in the you beat the Blackhawks. Yes, yes, we that, yes. that was exciting. Brower. That was exciting. So I was in North Carolina. Um, I was about twelve. <laughs> no, oh. not last year. Um, oh, uh, about a month away, a month away Bad from moving man. here. Uh, so I moved here in June of 2016, and I was trying to get into the hockey. I yeah, was like, yeah. "Ooh, you know, like they're playing well." It's li- you know, so I stayed up late, like listening to it on the radio, and I was hearing. Um, I don't know who the broadcasters are for the for the Blues. Um, John Kelly. Okay, um, but him combined with the atmosphere of uh, the Scott Trade Center. Oh, yeah. um, felt like I was there. Nice. I was like, dude, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. I was like, in this city, um, I already I got a little bit of taste of it before I moved here. And then I got here and I was like, wow, everybody really likes their blues. Yeah. Yeah. We don't give a crap about our uh, hockey in North Carolina, man. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird. It's just it's a difference. Well, I think it's funny because St. Louis is like one of the only cities that has all four seasons. 
in terms of weather. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. we actually have all four seasons yeah. here. Sometimes they mix up. Yeah. But, but they, they're all they, happening. They blend together. But, yeah. but so Sometimes our, you get like, all of them in one week. Our sports is, like, the same way, though. Like, we have, like, whenever baseball season ends, hockey season begins. Right. Whenever hockey season ends, which... Hockey now goes into June, which is stupid. I don't have to go there. Yeah. But, you know, when May ends, when the Blues right. don't go on in the playoffs very far, it's baseball, it's summer. Like, it's, right. So it's just, it Starts rolls coming. into the next. So you always have something to pay attention to. And a little on that, that line of just new experiences with new sports teams, I, growing up here, I was aware of the Blues, never really a hockey fan. I had a family which just wasn't a hockey family. But this past season... Um, or not that, yeah, was that, 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 that last season, uh, it was the first time that I went to a Blues game in person. I actually went to two Blues games that season, and people say, with, with hockey in general, people say, oh, to understand it, you really have to go to a game, and I found that to be true. Yeah. Both times, I was up in the nosebleeds all the way against the back wall, and I can see the puck better there than when I can on TV. It just makes so much more sense in the space, and of course, with St. Louis Blues fans, the experience, it doesn't matter who we're playing, it doesn't matter what night of the week it is, it's a great crowd. Oh yeah, we're rowdy, St. Louis is a bunch of rowdy people. Yeah, I grew up knowing that St. Louis is a sports town, when you had the R.I.P. Rest in Peace Rams. Um, <laughs> no, do not rest in peace. <laughs> Go away forever. And see, did, you, did you see, I'm going to tangent here for a second, yeah. did you see the numbers that they just released about attendance from last year to this year so far. So the opening opening season in LA, reopening season right, in LA, right. they drew for the first game 91,000 people into Oakland Coliseum, which is incredible. Like, right. wow, yes. that's the highest like attended uh, football game in NFL history for an opener. Oh, not oh, it's history, but last year it was the highest attended. And... But that's because the Coliseum can hold 96,000 people, Right. first of all. And this year, they dropped like 28,000, and it dropped into like the 60,000s in terms of people showing up. Mm-hmm. So, like the opening kickoff, the place looked completely empty, yeah. so it was hilarious, first right. of all. But like 60,000 people is still a lot of people. Like right. Edward Jones Dome holds 66,000. Yeah. And... Edward Jones Dome. Excuse me. The Dome at America Center. Because <laughs> that's what we need to call it now. Yeah. yeah the they, dome. Don't have, they don't have sponsorship anymore because there's not a major sports franchise. Major sports franchise. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, it's really, really, really funny how Los Angeles isn't even taking to the Rams. And then they were like, oh, let's move the Chargers here too because that obviously yeah. means there's going to be more people to cheer for another football franchise well, that's playing at a high school level football stadium <laughs> where in front of 25,000 people which only 16,000 people showed up to. Now as I as I understand it though part of that decision is TV related. It's because of LA being a major television market. Absolutely. But and that's, that's where they see the money. Are, the TV ratings in Los Angeles for the Rams last season were actually worse for the Rams in St. Louis. By that I mean, even last year, like in 2015 when the Rams were still here, the last year, our ratings were higher than the TV ratings for 2016 in Los Angeles. Also, 
on top of that, has a freaking bow on top of the freaking birthday present. <laughs> it was hilarious to note that fans in St. Louis were watching the Los Angeles Rams more than fans in Los Angeles were watching the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> yeah. That's that makes funny. me happy. Yes. That just... Okay, tangent over. Sorry, uh, Matthew. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, so... Um, you know, the, yeah, the... the and to this day, the, the amount of instant uh, hatred you can uh, get from any... Say, you just mention... Stan, Stan Kroenke. And everyone's like, Oh, Kroenke! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Even, Screw even, Arsenal. Even still. And, oh the, and the Nuggets and the Rapids and the Avalanche and the everyone he owns. Yeah. So to draw back um, to where I was going with that was okay. that I, I learned a lot um, growing up that St. Louis was a sports city. Um, you had, you know, the greatest show on turf. You had, yeah. um, you know, the best fans in baseball. Um you know, everybody just really liked their sports. But until I moved here, I kind of put two and two together as well. I was like, oh, well, the Rams just lost. And I, I was overhearing people talk. I was seeing it advertised. I, I saw these shirts and hats come out you know, with the Blues and the Cardinals logo meshed together saying we are one city, you know, or, 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 or whatever the advertisement uh, was. Um, yeah, we are STL. Yeah, exactly. And, and it just, it was like, oh, well, they're really pushing to, you know, be like, you know what? Let's get into hockey. We don't have football anymore. Let's just like everybody get on board with the Blues. Yeah. And I think, honestly, a little part of that has kind of happened to me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's worked. Well, I mean, the, the Blues organization and the Cardinals organization have like teamed up a lot just in general yeah. as organizations downtown. So like as businesses mm-hmm. in downtown St. Louis, like they have each other's backs. Yeah. And just as a, in a business sense, first of all, and like in the entertainment industry. Um, like you, we have St. Louis Cardinals night at, uh, the St. Louis Blues yeah. game. And then we have Blues St. Night. Louis Blues night at yeah. the St. Louis Cardinals game. So it's like, yeah. yeah, well, okay. That's interesting. Exactly. Um, but it's fun because you have between the two teams, you have 81 games a year and then 41 games a year for the Blues. That means you have a hundred uh, 122 22. games a year. So basically, every three days in St. Louis, there's a major sporting event going on. Like, major sporting event going on. And that's awesome. Yeah. Like, every three days you can do that. In a city of just un- under 3 million people. And the Rams moving, honestly, the, one of the better things that could have happened to the city financially. Because they're actually making more money. With the Rams gone. You guys want to see David go on a tangent again? No! What? But us not getting a soccer team is one of the worst things that could have happened to this city. Yeah. Okay, I'm a season ticket holder for (laughs) STLFC. And STLFC, uh, let me tell some facts about STLFC. Which Go. I've also been to uh, USL team, which yes. is now the second tier in yes. uh, professional soccer in America because Very NASL good. is not defunct now. Or no, they're really, still there. But they're, they're just not associated, not, not associated with MLS anymore. Uh, <laughs> and this is we're currently in our third season of existence. Correct. Well, uh, and good. they play out in Fenton, which is in St. Louis County uh-huh. at soccer park out there. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a whole thing about the, uh, 
either conferences is it that they've like switched every year. Yeah, or is we that switched every year? Yeah, which is unfortunate. So we we got and as also as I understand it, St. Louis has like a million years of soccer history too. Bradley um, with all the points tonight. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I know. Th- so. Yeah, and great fun too. Uh, supporter section in the corner. I've been to man- multiple games. The St. Uh, Louisans matches, are matches. I've been to multiple matches. Very good, Bradley. You mm. sound you sound so British. Uh, well, but that's what you call a soccer. It's a match. Yes. Yeah, that is phonetically correct. See what I did there? I used a wrong word purposely for a joke, and it was funny. Ah, uh, yes. Let's tell it. So, yeah. So there was a big push. Uh, There's a big push for MLS to come to St. Louis, yeah. and there still is a push to get a Major League Soccer team, expansion team, to come to St. Louis, and it was all hinging on whether or not voters in the city, yeah. the city of St. Oh! Louis, would vote yes on a proposition to allow funding for a 200, probably $220 million stadium at the end of things. Um, and speaking of just great but organizations, only sixty million dollars would come from the the city itself. Um, but what people didn't realize is that they were like, "Oh, this is a sales tax." No, no, it wasn't actually a sales tax at all. It was a it was a business tax, and it was actually going to be a good thing for the city, and it was going to be along Clark Street, all right along where the other two stadiums are. Also. What's the largest growing sport in America? Oh, soccer? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's soccer. Oh, wait. No, it's not. It's lacrosse. But the second the second one, but the lacrosse is also... In high school, lacrosse is growing the quickest, by the way. Second second is soccer. But in terms of professional sports and watching. Um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, that wasn't fun. He explains as we give him incredulous looks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, soccer can still come to St. Louis, Matt. Yes. Um, and there's plenty of options to do so because the ownership group um, consisting of Paul Edgerly, Dave Peacock, um, and Jim Cavanaugh, Jim who, hey Jim, if you're listening to this, love you buddy. Um, he, like, they're so invested in this community. Like, super invested into St. Louis community that they even were, like, having plans to give back to the community and create youth programs around the, the community based in this stadium that was going to be mixed-used. Anyways, I, I could go on for yes. hours about this. So, but which, it's I a think, good thing for right. the city, people. And if you listen to this and you have a vote in the city, if it ever comes up again, or just if you ever have a say in it or ever feel negatively about it, listen to me and trust me on this. It is a very good thing for the city. The way we spend our money right now in this city is all on resources that we think are going to benefit the education of the kids in the city, like the public schools in the city. And we think we're going to give all this money back to the cops, which isn't going so well right now, (laughs) first of all. (laughs) Um, But if you see over and over again, it just fails and fails and fails, and yet we're willing to give the money back to these people that are failing over and over again for the past eh, 60-plus years in the city. Something's got to change. This is a massive change, and this is movement and it's progression. If you're scared of movement, if you're scared of progression, yeah, that's St. Louis. You're probably welcome here, then, if you're scared of progression. 
Yeah, it's that's, it's that's tough. The culture's yeah, it's tough. And when the other thing too, which I'm curious, as a newcomer to town, Matt. Yeah. How question. much do you know? Good segue. Nice. How I'm much glad. do you know about, or are you aware of the city county split in St. Louis? Because that's a major factor in the soccer decision, yeah. and and in just the the culture and and the the how things well. operate. Yeah. How does that socio political sit with you too? Yeah. So as a as an observer of just demographically, St. Louis, uh, I'll try to be as you know uh, PC as possible. You know, I've I've noticed it's very it, 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 St. Louis can be very segregated. Um, you know. Oh, it um, absolutely is, and there's a, a a long history of yeah, and segregation period outside of even the whole city county. It's they're related, um, but yeah, yeah, and so like. I live downtown, like at 100% 8th and Olive. Um, That's basically the epicenter of downtown. It is. Else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, ironic, Charlotte, I'm from Charlotte, has a place downtown called the epicenter. So Dope. Pretty, yeah, nice. It's pretty cool. Um, is that where they sell those pens? <laughs> David, that's a really funny joke. <laughs> Moving on. I'm sorry. Um, no, I have, I've, so as the... Business purpose, though, I don't, I don't know much about it. Um, like how you know it might affect businesses, how it might affect um, decisions, um, things of that nature. But just as you know, uh, people and uh, way people, you know, where people live, where people, uh, you know, associate, uh, migrate, uh, you know, to get along, hang out. Yeah, it's a huge split. I've seen it, one hundred percent. And I, I think, I think the the direct impact is uh, politically, um, and just the fact that it leads to a lack of cooperation in the within this metropolitan area. Uh, this you know, there's a lack of cooperation because there's these two entities or this one entity and this you know, sixty however many entities. Uh, all right, seventy next, something, uh, seventy something, something of neighborhoods, seventy six neighborhoods is what I think it is. It's uh, close to that. Yeah. Uh, so, but I think with, with the soccer decision, it's one of those things where, and who knows? And there are many, many factors. You know, how quickly they started versus like how soon the vote was after they started the process. Uh, a lot of people say that if they had waited till August, they'd have a better chance of passing. I think most people will point to. If the county had a vote in that, uh, that it most likely would have. If the if the county would have had a vote, and it was still being voted on in March, don't think it would have passed. Okay. But if the county had a vote and it was voted on last month in August, I think more information could have been released that was just a little bit more obvious for the city and county to get behind. Um, people in the city are were pretty on board with the idea they weren't on board with the fact that money was being like the whole tiff that group yeah. they were like money's being taken away from kids and their education and you're like oh look how that's going <laughs> and it actually isn't it's being funneled back into the kids right right yeah no yeah that's my my favorite thing is when people say hey these people are doing this thing and that's not what they're doing, but then people listen to them. Yeah, and you have, like, millionaires wanting to invest $160 million back into the city. Yeah. That doesn't happen often. 
Ever. That never happens when they want to invest that kind of money into the city. Especially this one. Yes. You don't have millionaires wanting to invest into the city of St. Louis. Like, that doesn't happen. Right. Unless you're affiliated with the St. Louis Cardinals. Right, right. Well, and because because big money big money is going to be attracted to real estate um because or finances. Or finance, right. But as far as when it comes to investing in a community, uh it's easier to invest somewhere where real estate is inexpensive and you're going to make real estate more expensive by mm-hmm. investing. Yeah. Which is something I like so we work marketing group, myself and Matthew do. I work in a coffee shop. Which is basically a marketing group. Same thing. We all have the same experience. Yeah. We're all trying to sell something in life, right? What's, what's, your, what's your map project, Bradley? <laughs> we have these things at work called map projects. Do you know what map stands for? Missouri Assessment Program. <laughs> <laughs> we used, did, did you used to have those tests in high school? Uh, no. Standardized. Did you, did you have maps? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Testing. Did you have maps in, a nap? in high school? <laughs> <laughs> or be NCAP? I made N-cap. my own. Oh, I made my own maps so in high sad. school. Missed opportunity. Super I took, missed I took many a nap in history class because yeah. we took the slideshow that he stole from another oh, teacher man. on and turned and those lights off. Did you just watch off, the history yeah. channel? No, it was, you know, it's the history. I was, did. I had the history teacher who's only a history teacher because he's a, a sports coach. And they're all... <laughs> oh, yeah, those guys. And then, and then, and and, and he social would, studies. And uh. he would and he would just, you know, some other teacher would invest the time and effort into building this slideshow. Ooh. And he'd say, can I use that for my class since we're teaching the same thing? Yeah, sure. All right, kids. It's the first class after lunch. I'm going to turn the lights down and yep. run this slideshow. Oh, man. <laughs> oh! You know what that sounds like? Oh, means? you know what that means? You know what that means, Matthew? I don't know what it means. <laughs> Neither do we. All right. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, specifically, I'm really interested. I mean, the reason I wanted to drag you into this yeah. whole Thanks podcast. Thanks for making that sound, David. <laughs> I could do that all day. All day. All right. <laughs> Did you just... AP is no more. Moving. Oh. Man, so we were talking depressing. about standardized testing. But we I wanted about- to I wanted to bring him over here. Um, so Matthew has a lot of experience in the radio, right? Just like myself. But so I used to I, listen to a lot of conservative talk radio growing up. So you're seventy. <laughs> so I used to be How seventy. How big is your nose? <laughs> oh, oh, now we're getting into some saucy stuff here. If you're not okay, if you're not okay with conceited people, turn it off now. We're all really conceited. But I, I, I wanted to fit in, and I just want to let you know that I also, from a young age, have had an affinity for and a love of broadcast. Cool. I'm glad you brought that up. Even though I don't have you know training and experience. Well, Matt and I went to school. Both went to school for sports. <laughs> I didn't go to school. That's I true. did. You, I didn't you finish. Did at one point. I dropped out multiple points. times. And three points. I highly recommend it. Anyways, uh, you you got into radio because of the sport of baseball, mm-hmm. right? That is true. So you obviously you do you have any knowledge or remembrance of Jack of Jack Buck? 
<laughs> because, I mean, here in St. Louis, you grew up listening to him. Unfortunately not. Or I did. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, in right. North Carolina, but you would get KMOX 1120 mm-hmm. at night, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, yeah. Over a thousand um, miles away. Still, yeah, it's uh, 794 miles. Okay, uh, that's, yeah. oh wow. I always forget the East Coast is actually that close. Hey, but, I mean, depending on where you go, it can still stretch to a thousand. That's yes. True. Outer um, But no, unfortunately, I don't have... You know, memories, uh, fond, warm, cuddly memories of uh, Jack Buck talking. What about Drunk Mike Shannon? That is unfortunately slammed in my brain. Yes, but he's also fun. He's fun, and that you know, that builds you know funny memories. Uh, one of my favorite uh, favorite memories of Mike Shannon. Good night. Uh, was um, I'm driving in my in my car. I had a green pickup truck in high school. My dad gave to me because um, I wrecked my Honda. Yeah. Um, Mike Shannon's uh, broadcasting. I think uh, Matt Holiday was up at bat. It was the first year we had Holiday, 2007. 2009. We got him at the trade deadline. It was nine. Um, and Holiday um, was at, at uh, the plates, second inning. It was first time I ever heard um, Mike Shannon say this, but I'm sure he said it many times. Um, Deuce is wild. Deuces are wild. Yeah, uh, you heard two that on for the first time. Uh, yep, yeah, two on, two out, uh, two two count. Uh, Deuces wild. <laughs> Here's the pitch to Holiday. That's outside. You know, like yeah. Mike Shannon doing his thing, taking some sip of some Jack yeah. and Coke, probably. Yeah. So <laughs> you've been in the broadcast booth, right? Unfortunately, yes, yes, I have. I, have. Okay. I took the store, a stadium tour. Yeah. So broadcast booth for none of you have taken the tour yet. Um, if you want to do a tour, uh, just hit me up. If you're listening to this recording, you probably know me because otherwise, you, why would you listen to this? Or, or it is it, it, we're many seasons into this podcast, and you just discovered it, and you fall in love, and you're going all the way back, back to the first podcast because you want to get the full experience because you're just and yeah, and we're already. That's a really good point. What if we become super famous? Let's not worry about super. No, no, no. What if we become super famous podcasters? How many super the word famous podcasters? podcasters are there? Seven. This is a bridgeway into some more political. All we are is entertainment, guys. That's true. I speaking of that, who uh, I was a part of a. Technically, all our bodies are entertainment. Well, but the entertainment for our souls. There's this. There's this fantastic. Whoa. There's this fantastic uh, show tune. Uh, call the title of which is entertainment at the time of this recording uh, it is neither published nor uh, nor released audio really but uh, my good buddy is who wrote it is they're recording a cast album and it's going to be headlining the fringe festival in st. Louis Dope. next year so you can hear a song called entertainment about how everything is entertainment that sounds fun and it's hyper political and it's great and it's a great story. It's a story worth telling. It's called the Gringo, and it's important. It is important. And Gringo is Spanish for American. For Whitey. Ah. Oh, uh, uh. For for Whitey. We uh, learned something. Also, yeah. So 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 sorry. Uh, arts and culture. Arts and culture. St. Louis. Arts and culture. St. Louis. 2018 Fringe Festival local headliner. The Gringo, written and composed by Colin Healy. Put it on your calendar whenever those dates happen. Back to sports. Back, no, back to you, Johnny. 
Your name's not Johnny. It is not, but I, I was called Jimmy a lot uh, growing up. Hold on. And now back to the studio. Uh, let's 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 go. Let's yeah. What? Yeah. Let's walk down that path for a moment. Why Jimmy? Middle name? No, not at all. <gasps> you were really into Jim Edmonds at one point mm-hmm. in life. Is that anything? No, not ah, at all. <laughs> I thought I was clever for a no, moment. No, I just had a uh, kind of an assaholic friend um, <laughs> who uh, just thought it would be funny. We, we started this thing, and uh, we worked uh, our first job together when we were 16 at a grocery store called Food Lion in North Carolina. Yeah, you were telling me about um, And we, it was trouble putting us working in the same place together. He, w- he was, uh, we, we were both in this really, really big nonconformist kick, you know, just going against the man. You mean, you know, no you mean a teenager? Yeah, you know, just being, being a little brat, <laughs> um, you know, just, but, but to the, to the nine, you know, like pushing it. And, and so he was the cashier, I was the bagger boy and, and we just sit there and talk some and talk amongst ourselves while like the uh, customer's like, I want paper and i'm like yeah shut up you're getting plastic you know like i hate the earth no i'm just picking we would we would we were good workers but uh we ended up calling everybody that we couldn't remember their name or just some generic looking person jim and so just uh uh, out of spite my friend uh, just started calling me jim uh, (laughs) because it's pretty funny and it nearly caught on um it actually long story uh that i'm gonna you know condense really quickly it actually caught on uh very heavily to um, to the point to that like people we associated with within within high school uh, started calling uh, themselves amongst their little group uh, Jim, and five years later, um, sadly I uh, attended a funeral for one of my friends that I went to high school with, uh. and um, he had taken and coined and taken Jim. Uh, that little term with him to college and, and beyond high school and all of his little friend group knew him as uh, you know like not just his name but Jim as well and so we arrive at the uh, the funeral and and the um, you know the the viewing and everything and uh, there's a board that says welcome Jim and oh. everybody signed the board as Jim and I I did not know any of this story until I Whoa. you know like I get to the funeral and start catching up with people and my mind was just blown and that like my buddy Lincoln and I were the origins of of that you know little inside joke Whoa. And, yeah I was I was pretty you shaken. like started like a cult yeah, that is exactly how Speaking we of people got named Jim. Anyway, <laughs> that's oh exactly how we. Uh, oh my god! Thank you, David. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> no, that's not a cult though. That's a really touching story. Yeah, cults are never touching stories. Oh, they're well, touching. They're touching, just not <laughs> in the right ways. Whoa, we don't need to go <laughs> down that path. So, David, as you were saying, if you've ever seen the broadcast booth at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Uh, if you've ever seen the broadcast booth in Bush Stadium, the third, uh, so Mike Shannon sits on a yoga ball mm-hmm. when he broadcasts, and the first time I went into the booth on a like before I gave a tour, um, I was just kind of walking around the stadium, getting a an idea of the catacombs, all the knickknacks of the stadium, the fun little quirks about it. Um, kind of get myself lost just for fun because who doesn't want to do that in a cathedral of baseball yeah um 
so walk into the room and he's on the lower level of 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 the booth and he's in there right now and um <clears throat> and he's just having a jolly good time and your whole your whole little laugh that you did earlier when <laughs> yeah spot freaking on dude cuz he was doing that he was talking to I I I cannot remember who um to be honest it was probably just some per, some person um not to say that other people that aren't famous have no value. They're just called Jim. They're just called Jim and are a part of a really cool cult in North Carolina. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but he, he, he was just laughing, and I was like, oh, I wonder how many drinks he's in at this point. <laughs> and at that point, Mike had stopped drinking. And I was like, wait, so that laughed the whole time that's just him. That's just him and not the alcohol. Because I thought there was the alcohol talking. My favorite is hearing him on the radio go, do the laugh. Spot on, dude. Yes. That's very spot yes. on. All right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, back up with this one. And then you have Mr., yeah. uh, you know, uh, clear voice intelligent come in beside him. Well, you know, Mike, you know, the, the count three and two for Matt Holiday has been the best count for him all year. Yeah, you're right, John. <laughs> yeah, like, he just, yeah, he would just, <laughs> he would, he would, it's, wow, uh, that is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of famous St. Louis sports broadcasters, David, oh what has a story? I'm not a famous singer. Oh, <laughs> so I I I work in a coffee shop. I used to work in a different coffee shop, and I worked in a coffee shop in this part of town where people who are famous would have I frequent because they live there because it's where the rich people live. Let me uh, let me take a stab because I'm starting to learn the segregations of St. Louis. Is this Clayton? Uh, Closer no. than you think. Yeah, this is it. Was in the yeah, but this was Ladue. Ledoux, yes. Ledoux. Technically Frontenac. No, the... Well, we're going to get so specific, but uh, no, because Lindbergh there. <laughs> Frontenac's on one Are side. you for Ledoux. real? Yeah, so Schneider, that's all in Okay, Ledoux. right across the street from Plaza Frontenac. <laughs> so we're going to get specific about places that we ran into people. So, like, like so... Well, no. So, yeah, but so, I mean, but specifically, specifically with sports things, uh, I mean, Tarasenko's been in there, uh... Oh, the guy who used to Precky. coach... Well, Precky's been, been in there multiple times. Uh, the guy He's a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken Hitchcock. Ken Hitch Hitchcock. has been in there. Um, and then... Uh, so, David is my roommate. And he... Oh, Mike Yalko's in there all the time now, too. Yeah? Yeah, who's the current St. Louis... So I'm segueing back into the story. Get back there already, without me interrupting you. Come on. <laughs> Hurry up. Uh... So, David, you came to, you know, hang out, work, visit me, say what's up. I was unemployed at that That's moment. That's right. David was unemployoid and so he came in to, We've air quotes, there. do some work. Yeah. I don't know. You did a coffee shop. That's what you do when you're, you're unemployed. I you was sending out resumes. That's exactly. True. And that's important. That is work. Yeah. That's so. A lot of work. Coffee, if you know, is a natural diuretic. Uh, causing you to have to do certain bodily functions. And so there are certain places in our culture, 
small rooms adjacent to larger rooms where you can take care of... It's a bathroom. Yeah! It's a bathroom. Take it away, David. It's a bathroom for all of you people that didn't know so David, you, you had to go to the bathroom. That. So I went to the bathroom. I basically dropped the kids off at the pool. Let's put it that way. And, and so I'm coming out of the bathroom. And I open said door. Actually, the door wasn't previously stated. I open door to said bathroom, previously stated. And unbeknownst to me is a gentleman that I know in front of me that I didn't know was in the shop. So I walk out and I'm kind of like surprised. Like when you run into somebody that you like you you know, but you didn't expect to see them, right? So you're just like, oh, hey, it's good to see you, you know, right? Except for this, it was good to see it, but he didn't know me. It was Joe Buck. And, uh, it, no, okay, for, for, I'm gonna keep, fine, I'll keep going, duh. So, I'll get to the end of it, at the very end of it. <laughs> the end of it? Ha. Oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> so, walk out, see him, and I'm surprised. So, of course, what is something that some people do every once in a while when they get surprised after they just go number dose? They might... Take a nap. Probably. Oh, that'd be actually kind of nice. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Po- a well post, a post-deuce nap. Post-deuce nap. No, you fart. <laughs> you fart. But not just a fart, okay? Aww. Not just, like, just a, a fart that happens because, you know, it's it's a bodily function and you know it's coming and you're like, you gotta release the gases. No, it's a, holy crap, it's Joe Buck, the man that I grew up watching uh, do all sorts of commentary for all sorts of sporting events around the globe. And he's a St. Louisan, and my opinions of him will be discussed later. But open the door, and he kind of does this thing where he goes past me to get into the bathroom. And it's a very nice bathroom, by the way. It was very nice. Um, goes in, but I, I let it go when he's directly behind me, like, or to the, basically to the side of me, and it's pretty loud. Not like inaudible at all. Definitely not, uh, not hyper resonant. Yes. Hyper resonant is the other side of the spectrum. So it's like, it's, it is audible to those who know what farts sound like. <laughs> it was this... <laughs> kind of a thing. Right? Short and sweet and to the point. But you knew it was there. But it was also one of the ones where it's just like, okay, did, did Joe know that happened? That you and farted on him. That I farted on Joe Buck. I've been waiting to say <laughs> that phrase. I farted on Joe Buck. And here's the thing. I'm really glad that I farted on Joe Buck. <laughs> David, I wish I'd known you then, but better, I know you now. Yeah. I owe you a drink because of that. Yes, thank you. And you're Joe, welcome. if you're listening to it, you're probably a wonderful person. And I need to get to know you better. But the whole, the whole thing that I don't know you and... I'm just going 
off of things that you hear through the grapevine. Oh, yeah, you get to judge public figures. We get to judge you because you're a public figure. Exactly. You just don't respect nepotism. Sorry. Whoa, let's go! (laughs) Matthew throwing shade! Um, Anywho, that's my my story of farting on Joe Buck, and I'm sticking to it. Yes. It's it's fine, Joe. You're you're good at your job. Don't necessarily just agree with you, man. It's good. Also, nice. give the Super Bowl to somebody who knows anything about football. <laughs> Matt, back to you. <laughs> so you guys brought me here. You've uh, yeah. asked me a few questions about. Oh, oh, <laughs> um, he's gonna go into ba- he's gonna go into broadcast mode. About, you know, St. Louis, uh, things that I've enjoyed uh, about St. Louis, why I moved here. Uh, what else you got for me? Oh, I thought he was going to turn it on us. Oh, uh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought he was spinning. Yeah, I thought he was spinning around, too. I thought you were spinning. I also wanted just for, yeah. Um, I don't know, Look at that. That's so broadcast of him, though. The recap like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. He's, no, he's, been, he's been on fire. I think if we're, if, we're keeping, if we're keeping track of points, like, I got a bunch of points for knowing stuff. Matt's got a solid amount of points for just, like, you know, bringing it around. You lost points for the whole holiday thing. What holiday thing? Saying in 07 instead of 09. Do you know why I said 07? Because <laughs> he wished he had came in 07. Because of his number. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I, his, his number popped 07 up. Was so was like, oh, 07. 07 was the saddest year for me as a, you know, a, Well, it was the saddest year for all Cardinals fans. Because we were like, yeah! Freaking World Series, we're on a high. Oh, and, and losing then, record. Tony Larusa got pulled over at a stoplight, and then <laughs> in Jupiter. And in Jupiter, I was there. I was there when it happened in Jupiter. And we also traded Jim Edmonds. That was okay, though. Uh, see, as a as a person, that was that was his, my favorite player. It still yeah. hurt. He's still jacked. Probably more jacked now. <laughs> I met Jim Edmonds um, here in St. Louis since I got here, and that was me totally. Fangirling. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but we're not getting to that. Let's, yeah, that'll be uh, another story for the other time. I honestly think that we, as far as content-wise and, and meeting Matt and welcoming Matt to St. Louis... Maybe uh, we, we should ask him... Do some rapid fire. If there's... Okay. We were, favorite, favorite bar in St. Louis that you've been to? There we go. Um, bar in St. Louis. I've been... I tap. Which one? Central West End. Okay. Nice. That's actually a very good one. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite little neighborhood community in St. Louis? Soulard. Cool. Favorite park not called Forest? Oh. Which is uh, great. Tower Grove. Tower Grove. Hey, that's good. Uh, very, something that surprised you, a little thing that surprised you. Give me a. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's really broad. That's a terrible question. Something that you thought about St. Louis previously that you came and were like, oh, that's totally not what I thought. I thought the downtown section was bigger. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. That is 100% accurate of literally every person that comes to St. Louis. Well, because, ever. because it's, it's, everything is pockets. Everything is pockets. There's downtown, there's midtown, there's central, west end, there's the Grove, well, there's Soulard. Yeah. It's all, it's all separate. And the metropolitan area of St. Louis expands 40 minutes west. And not just 40 minutes, like 40 miles west. Yeah. Anyways, uh, something architecturally that you think is stunning and beautiful. The building I live in. Old arcade building. Old uh, arcade building. Yeah. Um, a lot of downtown in general. I just 
I think the buildings are gorgeous. It's an older city, uh, but that's, you know, I think St. Louis is trying to embrace that as they build towards their future. Um, and that's, that's the coolest thing is you, you look at all the little, um, intangibles and the details and sculpting. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're trying to keep that when they renovate buildings and that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. And they're just redoing the Jefferson. Quick background for me. How long have you lived here? A year and four months. So when would you say you felt like, when was the moment that you felt at home here or do you? Hopefully. Ooh, that's a good question. I still miss uh, gotta want to need to give a have a bojangles um, every day. Uh, it's uh, you mean <laughs> bohangles? Bohangles, yes. Do people yes. call it bohangles? By the way, uh, I yeah, I, my mom, me. Are yeah. you for real? Yep. yep. Because okay, my brother and myself went to North Carolina for his bachelor party. We went into the just you know. West of Asheville. Just oh, yeah. You probably went to uh, Cherokee area or, or Nantahala, um, well, Pis- we, we Pisgah were, National Forest, that area. We were, yeah, we were just hanging out in the mountains. Yeah. Um, Good place. And we are just, we go into Asheville a couple of days and we're just like, what is this Bojangles place? But our, one of our friends, his name is Luke, he's like, I thought it was Bojangles. And we were like, <laughs> okay, it is now. It's totally Bojangles now. Yeah, we would not let it stick as Bohanglays in North Carolina. We would just give up and say that bow place probably. Bow, uh, but no, it's definitely it's bow chicken, things. right? Yeah, it's it's uh, famous chicken and biscuits. Uh, chicken and biscuits. Chicken and biscuits for yep. rizzle, dude. Nice. Cajun flay biscuit combo, with seasoned fries, and uh, oh, sweet tea. Mm, oh. You got me at home. I am southern. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm everything except for sweet tea, but. What? Ooh. That's just anyway. We don't my, know, yeah. I have a whole I have a whole story about my relationship with tea and and anyway, uh, it's not that interesting. But I can I can I can expound for minutes about it. When was the moment I felt at home? Yes. Um, so what's your relationship with tea? No, he's talking. Oh. <laughs> I'm. Sorry. I would next, say write it down next five. podcast. Is it S or U? <laughs> I would say I, I miss you know um, being around trees a lot. Thanks, St. Louis. You're good at that. Um, but probably when I moved downtown, um, I'd say closer to April. Um, I moved downtown um, beginning of March of this year um, in April, going to a lot of Cardinals games, getting a job at Bush Stadium, uh, my you know childhood dream. Yeah, I was just like, eh, I can get used to this. And, you know, I was really starting to enjoy it. So this summer was a real big, you know, kind of settling um, summer for me. Favorite St. Louis beer? Ooh. Ooh. This is the question, people. So, yeah, uh, brewery and also if you have a specific brew. I like O'Fallon so far. Okay. Um, That's that's a nice one. And the O'Fallon STL Red is really good. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of Amber's, but I also like what about Sarah. I'm sorry. Never mind. That's his girlfriend's name. <laughs> and Amber and Amber is also while a variety of beer is also a, a variety girl's name, of girls. and that's where Dad, where David was. <laughs> Did uh, you just call me Dad? Whoa! <laughs> yeah. oh, close up. Whoa! <laughs> um, Four hands is pretty good too. There yeah. Yeah, I've been to uh, their their brewery and it's a good spot. It is a good spot, and they're very progressive. And I like that too. So Four Hands is owned by the Limp 
family. Yes. Do you so, know about the Lemps? No, inform me. So, so Lemp. Uh, Lemp. The Lemps of L-E-M-P. Lemp. Lemp Brewery, uh, which was an old. It used to be a bigger brewery than Anheuser Busch. Yeah. In back in the back in the day. And they have a haunted mansion that you yeah. can go to. It's Halloween's coming up. Yes. Oh, is. you can go there now. You can do that. I, I also, it's almost October. Yes. Ugh. Yes. What is what's the yeah? It's time. It's yuck because because time all, keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into yeah into in October. Yep, that's how but the October goes. is the greatest month in the entire year. First of all. Um... Besides my birthday month. Weather-wise. Who cares about your birthday, Matt? What's his oh. birthday month? Oh, besides it being your birthday month? Is yes, it? yes. No, we've got, we've got a September, October, November thing going on in this. We do. No, no my birthday's in March. I just ruined it. My birthday's in March. <laughs> oh, you're lying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Favorite St. Louis delicatessen. Delicatessen? I know what it is. I'm saying, do we have those? Yeah. We have like two del- that I know. Fine. Just food. Favorite St. Louis food? Yeah. Ooh. Say it. You know you want to say it. Are we... Are we... Are you talking about St. Louis specialty foods or just like a, a local eatery? No, specialty foods. Like foods you specifically can get in St. Louis. I really like the St. Paul sandwich. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's rare that we yeah. get that. Yeah. yeah. I was, did the I Chinese was pretty food. In, yes, I was pretty impressed. Wow. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. We rarely ever get one of those. Mm-hmm. Usually it's, oh, your gooey butter cake. See, the gooey butter cake is good, um, but... Or tea wraps. Uh, toaster raviolis are fine. I feel like growing up in the South, I've tried frying everything at least once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's not a foreign Toaster concept. raviolis aren't anything special. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're good. They're great. Um... The St. Louis style pizza, <laughs> short story. When I came here the first time uh, to visit back in 09, I had emos and was like, oh, this is amazing. And then I moved back and had emos again, and I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, right. They got it. He, got, he gets it. He gets so, St. Louis pizza. Yeah. The first time you have it, you're like, this is interesting and fun. Yeah. And then the second time you eat it, this is cardboard and cheese. I mean, yes. I, I, I'm almost, I, I don't know, I'm almost surprised it's so pole. I guess. I like I like emos. Polish? I like po- polarizing is where I was headed. Oh, I thought you said um, Polish. I was about to say I'm surprised it's so polarizing. Then I, why would I ever be surprised that any food discussion item is is polarizing because people have strong opinions and emotional connections to their food, so I shouldn't be surprised. So there's there's thirty seconds of me backtracking myself. But a more rapid fire. What can we do? Get well. Are we are we gonna keep recording after I leave? Yeah. I'm walking out. Oh, you're walking out in minutes. five minutes. Yeah. Okay, we should probably end it soon then. So let's let's wrap it up. Okay. For this. <laughs> no, we're gonna oh. end in post. In post. <sighs> in post. In post. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. He gets rapid fire at Ow. us. Oh, okay, go. All right. Um, favorite place to visit outside of Missouri. Outside of Missouri? Ooh. Yes. Austria. Uh. That's too easy for me though. Yeah, I, it's been it's been so long since I've traveled that much there there's a, a family connection to uh, a cabin on lake erie and that's great um yeah go favorite food outside of st louis outside of st louis uh, favorite know? food specialty yes. just food that you yeah. can't get in st louis correct so food that you can't get in st louis correct 
That's hard because we actually get a lot of food here. Ah. Spotted cow. It's not a food. It's a beer. You can only buy it in Wisconsin. Ooh. That's accurate statement. That's a that's a good. One. Um. Um. Or another thing, as far as traveling and food is, Culver's. Uh, we have it here, obviously. Yeah. But the further north you go, the better it tastes. Mm-hmm. That's just one of those things. And one thing I really actually miss. Uh, I used to live in Austria. People, if you can pick up on that. So one thing I miss about there is, it's weird. It's called Kamuza Supa. It's just vegetable soup. And don't really... I'm not really into vegetables. Still not. I'm not a full-grown man, apparently. But I could eat their vegetable soup uh, every single day. And I basically did. It's delicious. And that's kind of weird that I'm saying that. Hmm. I'm okay with it. Healthy! Right. Go! Where'd you go to high school? Hey. Oh, there he is! There's the extent of our racism! Yay! <laughs> well, that's, that's a socioeconomic question. Uh, Patentville okay, High School. Yeah, socioeconomicism. Yeah, I'm Bradley here, Patentville exactly. High School. not racism. Exactly. Uh, they're all... Prejudice, They're all general. connected. Yes, they're all connected. Where did you go? I said I said it three times. Pattonville High School. I went to Winsville Holt, which is technically not even St. Louis. Yeah, it's wrong side of the river. 45 minutes. No. <laughs> wrong side of the river. I said as in, as in a person that lives in St. Louis County yep. that is referring to St. Charles County people. No, I say it, I say it for both St. Louis, for St. Charles County and for the Metro East because there's two rivers. I don't care which one. It's an irrational prejudice yeah. I hold. As long as you're up. crossing a river, you're going to be on the wrong side of it. All right, last rapid fire. Go. Uh, Would you rather give your mom a hug for the rest of the year, your life yeah, this, every day? Wait. This or, is something we do at work. And, and, you can't, and you can't hug your dad anymore, ever. Or um, give both of them a hug. Every day for the rest of your life, but shoot your cat. But shoot my cat? Oh, shoot the cat! Shoot. Oh God! I was, he knew. I was waiting for permission. He knew where. Oh God! He knew where this was going because he uh, knows I love cats. Oh, see, I my parents my parents have a cat. Uh, yeah, but your cat's annoying. Yeah. I, Can I shoot his cat? Our cat, our cat, our cat has a name. Our cat has a name, but I've never called her by her name. I've just called her when she was. A kitten, I'd say kitten. No, I'd say kitten oh. with disdain, and now I just say cat. Like if I'm addressing my parents, if I'm at my parents' house and I'm addressing the cat that lives there. Are you addressing your I'll, parents I'll, as a kitten? No. Oh. Yeah, the, the cat they own, the cat that's at their house, that oh. lives there, that they feed, that they... I will say kitten or cat. Uh, I, I never call her Maria. All right, so recap. I want answers from both of you. You're giving your mom a hug for the rest of your life. You get to keep the cat, but you can't hug your dad ever again. Oh, God. Or both parents' hugs... Carry on as normal, but you're shooting your cat. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, it's easy. I'm shooting the cat because. I'm, oh. I'm sh- oh, here. I'm. I'm shooting the cat. He didn't say it would die. Ooh, let's yeah, go. You're gonna let your cat live in suffering. David's good at. He didn't say it would suffer. Take it to the vet. Didn't say it would suffer. Stipulations. Yeah. I'm a winner. Yeah. Hypothetical questions. Uh, yeah. You turn them around. All the. Ooh, yeah. That's also what- my cat is a leopard, so shooting it would just piss it off. And you didn't say, you didn't say who would shoot it. So I would choose you to shoot it, and the cat would devour you, and you would die. <laughs> well, yeah. we've been. This mystery's been debunked. Nice. Well, thanks so much for listening, and email us at 
somewhere with your answer to the question and with other questions for us to have that we'll ask those questions to each other. And we'll do that next time on... This is Take 8. That was a real banjo. That was... Hold on. Let me do it again. Do it again. Hey, end it again. Do it again. This is Ben. Take 8. No, do it again. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I one more time. This has been Take 8. And we had some fun. <laughs> that was so much better. We oh, should totally end it that way. Perfect.